0: What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Ashley. We are here again for another episode of our journey of love. I'm here with the husband. What's up, y'all? How you doing? I'm good. You good today? I'm good. You looking good?
1: Uh, Am I? Mm,
0: Yes.
1: Well, you know, I've been drinking milk lately.
0: Oh, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) I can't. (laughs) I can't. So we have... As many of our listeners know, we just recently celebrated our anniversary.
1: Yep, we did.
0: Super exciting. Super exciting time. We have been celebrating all year. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, all year. All
1: month. <laughs> yeah, I'll say the month part.
0: <laughs> I don't know about all year. We've definitely been celebrating all month. Uh, Husband has had a few surprises for me. Took me to an LMA concert and took a little trippy trip, a little quick weekender. To L.A., party it up for the weekend.
1: Yep, yep, L.A. was nice.
0: It was, it was, it was really nice, nice little getaway.
1: Yep, hung out with some friends, shout mm-hmm. out to my, my folk out there in L.A.
0: Ooh, yes, thank you, we had an excellent, ex- excellent, amazing time with you all. Um, What else did we do? We had a nice little dinner mm-hmm. this past weekend, and uh, we've just been living it up. Celebrating life,
1: living that best life.
0: Yes, that's exactly what we've been doing. <laughs> so, as you all know, our last episode—if you have not checked it out—please go back and check up. Check out episode five. We discuss Fillmore's proposal and how things didn't exactly go how he planned it. Um, so we just figured we'll keep the little theme going with weddings. Since we did a proposal episode, we decided that we would talk about preparing for
1: the walk
0: (laughs) dang you made it seem like that was terrible
1: (laughs) I mean not terrible supposed to be
0: a happy time gave us a little doom music (laughs) yeah
1: the walk you know that's that that walk forever
0: that is correct that is that forever walk that Mm -hmm. is why you have to be prepared Mm -hmm. You definitely do have to be prepared. So, before we get into the serious stuff, I just want to go over a few things. This is mostly for my ladies out there. Um, Since we are discussing preparing for the walk, you know, so after your guy proposes, this is one of my pet peeves now. You know the one thing that we like to do after we get proposed to, what we like to do, baby, show the ring off, right? Yep. We won't put it on Instagram, we all of a sudden waving with our left hand. We doing all, we talking with our left hand. We gonna do everything in the world to show that ring off. Mm-hmm. But ladies, let me tell you something. This is real serious. Go get your nails done. Please, don't nobody wanna see a beautiful ring with them crusty cuticles. Please go get your nails done. I don't wanna see that. I hate when I see pictures. Especially on Instagram, the ring be like, oh, that is really nice. But why is her cuticles look like that? The polish be chipped like, girl, <laughs> please, please. Because I, I told Fillmore, <laughs> I told Fillmore when we were dating, whenever he felt like he got to the point where he wanted to propose to me to make sure my nails was done. Don't put that ring on my finger if my nails don't look good. Did I not?
1: You did. <laughs> But <laughs> I'm gonna just keep it real. I did not remember that by the time I gave it to her. So, I'm but it don't matter. Make...
0: My nails, my nails stay done. But it just so happened I had just got them freshly done, so it was all good. But yeah. I'm just saying, I I definitely told you that because I hate that. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously, just after the proposal period, just remember to just kind of breathe and enjoy each other. That's definitely an exciting time, and you want to just kind of take that in and celebrate each other and enjoy each other. Make sure that you announce it to your close family and friends before you put it on social media. I'm telling you, it can cause some ill feelings. I, we don't know personally because we actually told our people before.
1: Oh yeah, I was just trying <laughs> to say what. Something no, I don't know
0: about. No, not no. Nah. We we did it the right way. But i This is just a warning. Don't just post it and have kim folks and everything find it out via social media. That's all I'm saying.
1: You say that, but you know people gonna do what they want to do.
0: That's true. I'm just trying to prevent them some heartache and they, headache. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to help them out. Give, give them a little word of advice.
1: About, some fucking embrace it.
0: I mean, you know, I guess. I guess.
1: <laughs> they put everybody put their lives on social media, so they, they, they're ready.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, mm. and just be prepared to tell the engagement story a billion gazillion. Trillion times. I don't know how many times I had to tell that story after Fillmore more proposed to me. He got to the point where I was just like, "Yeah, he did it in a park." <laughs> he like gave the, it, <laughs> he gave him the rush version. Exactly. It started off with all the details. Oh yes, he did this and this and this and this and this. And you know, about the hundredth time was saying, I was like, he he. We was walking in the park and he just dropped down on knee and that's
1: the. you made me sound so <laughs> basic around here.
0: But it wasn't even that, it was just, I'm tired of telling it, like I just wanted to put a post up, but like, listen, please refer to my social media post that I posted on whatever date, and there's a story, because I got so tired of telling people, like honestly, I did, mm. I really did, just being honest, only th- it mattered to me, I know what happened, you know what happened, I know how special the moment was.
1: Oh, I, was I know it happened, because I was there.
0: <laughs> As was I, so, you know, that's all. That matters. But most importantly, my most important thing I would say to everybody, and this is just not for the ladies, this is for everyone who is considering marriage, is to make sure that you actually prepare for the marriage more so than you're preparing for your wedding. The wedding is one day and after that, it gets real. So I definitely think facts. A, a lot of people spend so much time on picking the right flowers, the colors, the dresses, you know all the accessories and no, the, no, the
1: women. <laughs> no, let's, let's let's be clear with that. The women.
0: But some men are involved in that process. Who? some men are I't oh, know you was involved in the wedding process and the planning process. Were you not? I was. Okay, you was at every vendor meeting. That was probably so you can keep tabs on how much I was spending. Babe. Man.
1: <laughs> Listen. <laughs> tell y'all something. <laughs> if there was a way for me to just sit there and say, huh? Okay. <laughs> without getting get my head bit off? It would have. I don't
0: know what you're talking about. But some men <laughs> actually like to be in... The planning process. That's why I said some, not all. Well, I mean, you know, a
1: nice
0: 10%. That's some.
1: <laughs> all right. A little bit.
0: But, um, and while all that is great and all of that is exciting, put more effort into actually preparing for your your actual marriage itself. So what we're going to talk about today is just some of the things that Fillmore and I actually did to prepare ourselves for um, our marriage um, and some of the things that we learned during this process and, um, yeah, hopefully it helps you and your spouse out or your future spouse or current significant other, whatever the case may be. So babe, I'll let you take over from here on how we kind of prepared. Y'all well, are looking at me real crazy when I'm, I say I'm going to tell y'all,
1: this. <laughs> Look, listen, now I'm going to give you the real story here now there's thing. two sides to this now her side and, and the my truth side. everybody know my side the truth and, everybody and know my that already side, from episode and my side. one And my side i can I only it. tell it from my side your side I, ain't
0: right I, yeah from my ahead. side
1: it, 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 what you mean
0: go ahead go ahead and tell your story start so going clean it up like i do
1: go how ahead. can you clean it up go ahead because it's my side
0: <laughs> go ahead i'm listening story time with phil and go
1: dang anyway Doing the doing the whole marriage process, you know, from my end. You know the the bills for the wedding had to be paid and things had to be done. So from my end, it was a whole lot of work. 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 Work.
0: Work. 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 work, work, work.
1: work. <laughs> Sleep. Work. <laughs> work. Oh, we gotta go meet who? Work. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was a whole lot of work. I had to work a lot. I don't think I've ever worked that hard to see my money go into one place for eight hours.
0: Yes, ever. It was a. It was. Fillmore, Fillmore definitely was working his butt off. Um, I mean, I was working too. Um, which I don't want y'all think I was just over here being a bum. Yeah, she was working. <laughs> um
1: <laughs> for my folks out there, y'all know what I'm talking about.
0: Right. You know, but understand that Fillmore and I had a goal and we already we had sat down and really established um what it is that we wanted from our wedding and financially what made sense. Um our goal was to pay our wedding off in cash. Amen. Praise the Lord, we did that. Amen. Not a debt taken out, not a credit card, swipe, nope, nothing. No that loan. wedding was completely paid in cash. And that was our goal So mission accomplished
1: Yeah hmm. I was determined I, I told her I'm like I'm not owing anybody Yes By the time Yes The wedding gets here
0: Because we did not want to start off our marriage In debt Not not, not, that kind not of paying debt. for no wedding No No If I'm going to be in debt It's going to be because of a house or something Not no Party Because that's what it was <laughs> <laughs> I mean it was more than a party but I mean yeah But after, after the wedding it was a party
1: Right <laughs> But yeah, y'all get the point.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a whole lot of stress on my, on my end, it was a whole lot of stress. Yeah. Cause it was a lot of, a whole lot of boxes that need to be checked off. And for some reason there was this magical book, a notepad or a list of the oh things you have to do preparing for this wedding. I was like, who made this?
0: First of all, I, more I wanted to email uh-uh. them and then
1: just tell them, uh-uh. you. where did you get this? Because, you know what I'm saying? Men don't get this list. You ask any man about this list, they don't know nothing about this list. You oh, you have to do cluel- this. You
0: were definitely clueless about it. Oh, you, like, you didn't he, know you are supposed to do this? He, no. Yeah, he didn't know. No.
1: Oh, you're supposed it. to do this during this time. And I'm like, who cares?
0: I do. And I do.
1: So, I mean, so... <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, needless to say, I kept the checklist to make sure we was on task and hitting all right. milestones along the way. Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Yeah. When they hey, mm-hmm. when you come a man, they don't give you no manual, manual <laughs> checklist on what, on the wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't give us that. Mm-hmm. They give you all Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, I bet your man made it too.
0: Oh my goodness! I
1: bet he did. He probably some blonde head blue eyed, two hundred fifty pound man.
0: Oh, he's writing a book He's passing it out so it's at birth. Yeah. Onto it. <laughs> yeah, he had it in bars and nobles.
1: Oh, my god! Tell me what to do.
0: Mm. No, baby, you just didn't know. That's fine. Most men don't.
1: That's All bad. men don't. Uh, really? Okay, my bad. The 10%. <laughs> the 10%. Man, if you a 10%er, holler at me. Uh-huh. You part of the 10%. Uh-huh. Holler at me. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Uh yeah, that, so it was it was stressful on my end, you know, trying to keep up and check out all these boxes, and mm-hmm. well, we got to do this and do that,
0: and still spending quality time, right? And then it was, I, I I think about it now and I look back and I was I kind of be like, what were we doing? Because during our wedding process, we had the audacity to take not one but two trips, during this whole planning process.
1: That wasn't easy. <laughs>
0: I don't know what we was thinking it and looked it,
1: easy on them pictures but it wasn't easy it
0: wasn't but you know we did that to get away one to spend time but to kind of just alleviate some of the stress but then it was like when I got to those places I can't speak a fit more but when I got to those places I'm like man we spent the money we could have finished paying for this for the money we spent for this trip <laughs> One thing about that <laughs> he wasn't I was I because neither. we it's not like we went to the next state. we went to Iceland and we went to Barcelona, like what were we doing? I don't know, I guess living our life either way, the wedding was still yep. beautiful, so like, right. I guess we was doing something right.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed a quick time out that's what that's when we that's And, when and we that's needed.
0: what it was, and it was it was a time of refreshing and Coming back in, getting right back on the grind. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it was. So I guess it was worth it mm-hmm. in the end.
1: So, I mean, how was it on your end, though?
0: Uh, Stressful. It was definitely stressful. Um, But <clears throat> when it comes to certain things, typically I, I don't like to plan stuff because it just takes a lot of brain power. And my job already takes a lot of brain power, so I don't like to do – um a lot of things that requires my full attention and dedication all the time because I'm doing that for nine ten hours a day already. So it was stressful from the point of um pretty much just keeping check to make sure we have everything checked out, to make sure we have all the vendors and to make sure, you know, the bridesmaids have the information they need to get their dresses and their shoes and making sure everybody was paid for keeping receipts keeping contracts keeping it, it was a lot it was definitely a lot but um i was also the one that was in charge of finding ways to reduce the bill
1: amen <laughs>
0: <Hey>, <laughs> for all vendors so uh yeah you know i would tell him i'm like hey we need this this is what they saying he'd be like uh nah so i'd be like okay cool hold on yep, let me see what find i can somebody else. <laughs> and most of the time we didn't have to find anybody else it was just a matter of listen if I take this and do this and do that and do that and do this and I will give you a flat fee of this this this. Can we do that? Can we make it work? Yes. All right. Cool. Babe, we can do that. That that work for you? Yeah, that works. All right. Cool. So I was also a negotiator during this process, <laughs> but I will say my whole—I I think our whole team was good. Any, all we from. Mm-hmm, um, I agree. The event coordinator. Um, all the way down to, you know, the photographer, the photographer, the DJ, uh, the makeup artist, everybody was on point. Um, if I had to do it again, I would hire them all over again. Everybody was just phenomenal.
1: Yeah, everybody was everybody was good. You mm-hmm. know, um, shout out to our photographer yes. first. Photographers. Yes. First. Yes. Because I had to be sold.
0: He he, Filmore had me, so I didn't. I I actually found um a photographer on Instagram. I've been following him for a while, but um, once Filmore told me that, you know, asked me to marry him,
1: she already knew who he was.
0: I I, I did. I was like, that was, and that was the only thing I knew. I didn't know anything else. I said, all I know is I want this photographer. I don't care what it costs because I was not budgeting on pictures. I was like, I don't care what it costs. This is what I. This is who I want. Just so happened we went to a bridal show and um he was there the photographer was there along with his wife um i was like oh my gosh i've been following y'all da, 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 da. and yep she, exactly- she was
1: like she saw an a, a artist or something Man. a rapper yes. and she was just so excited i was, no, I was just like,
0: like Here, here's who, who is that i'm like this is going to mm. be our photographer he's like mm, okay
1: yep <laughs> <You> sound good <laughs> yeah <laughs> with that so, bottom line talk about
0: yeah um it was definitely an investment. i put it like that. But the pictures that we have are absolutely stunning. It was absolutely Marvelous. amazing. Um, the service was excellent. Um, and like you said, we had two photographers. And I would suggest that. I would have never thought to get two photographers. Just I just wouldn't have. But after the day we had, it totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. It totally makes sense. So that is a little tidbit I would drop in there. See if you can get two photographers that because... I, I pretty much think they captured everything. One was with Fillmore, the bulk of the day. The other photographer was with me. And then when we was at the service, they were wherever they were. I didn't see them.
1: They were but the like pictures, ninjas.
0: Yeah, they were like ninjas. I, I didn't see them until they actually came and grabbed us during our reception and surprised us with a sneak preview of some of the pictures that they had taken that day. So, um, yeah, amazing. Amazing time.
1: Yeah. Our coordinator, he was on point.
0: On point. I yeah.
1: I was sold on his presentation.
0: <laughs> the only thing that got Fillmore was that the guy told him that he starts on time. He believes in being on time. Fillmore is very punctual. I am not. I'm on time ish. You know, my thing is if I get there within a thirty minute window, we're good. I'm on time. Um I
1: don't see how that's possible.
0: <laughs> it works. It I works I mean, it's
1: not even C P time, it just like when I get there.
0: I mean, I get it when I get there. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Know what you want me to do? Like, <laughs> I'll get there. <laughs> what
1: time to start? Eight. I'll get there.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, nine, nine, fifteen. Um. <laughs> So it, I mean, it gets to the point, anyone who knows me personally know if you give me a time to kinda expect me thirty minutes after that particular time. But I will say that I've gotten better since I have been married to you, since you are so punctual. So I'm now instead of a thirty to forty five minute, I'm kinda down to fifteen to twenty. So I'm still on time ish. He ja he done dropped his head. Like <laughs> I didn't <say> so-
1: <laughs> Boy, so he would be just you can't even say nothing no more. I just be looking like,
0: <laughs> yeah. He doesn't. She'll do ask anything. me what time
1: I need to be ready,
0: and I'm still not ready.
1: Be like you, and you, you. The thing about it, is you give her the cushion time, and she still be beyond the cushion time. Be like, <laughs> God,
0: you killed me. And He just sits on the couch and just keeps looking at his watch or his cell phone, and he'll come and pick in a room every once in a while, and. <laughs> He won't say nothing though. He'll just give me a look and just walk out.
1: It <laughs> then it then has the nerve sometimes, sometimes to try to rush me like it's gonna take me forever.
0: Because this is my thing. Like, you already me. know. You already know I'ma be tardy, right? So my thinking is since you know I'm gonna be tardy, by the time I get ready, there is no reason you shouldn't be ready because you are on time. So if I'm ready and you're not, then I'm looking at you like, bruh, you had like an extra 35 minutes to get your life, your entire life, and you still not ready.
1: But I'm always ready. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: I'm always ready. <laughs>
1: okay. i t- I taken a nap <laughs> in the middle of her process of getting ready and still was ready before
0: <laughs> her. <laughs> he be pushing it with that nap, though.
1: She would be over there. I know she be burning me like, hey, "You just really gonna take a nap?" I mean, yep.
0: We could be leaving at six. <laughs> this man will lay there for a nap at five. Like, bro, what you doing? We leaving in the hour.
1: Hey, at six, I'm over here, <laughs> ready and suited and booted, ready to go. Here she go. Oh god, mm-hmm. she she grabbing a grocery bag because she got this. Her earrings, something for her hair. Because I gotta shoes. get finished getting
0: dressed in the car. Because I can't wear everything. I'm ready. I'm not walking downstairs in the hills. I'm going to have my little Nike slats on. And I'm going to put them shoes on when we're about two minutes away from the destination.
1: Her still got pins in it. It
0: does. My hair is going to be done two minutes before we get to the destination. Everything.
1: That means she needs overtime while we're in the car (laughs) to get ready. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be looking at me like.
0: Child, stop. (laughs) Stop. Just cut it
1: out. All right. we continue.
0: (laughs) Just cut it out. So, yeah. Um. We so we all want want to help you prepare for your marriage and not just your wedding day. So one of the things that Fillmore and I did to prepare for for marriage was that we did pre counseling. And if it's not something you're considering, I would suggest that you do consider it. I know within the African American community, counseling is very taboo. Um, And sometimes it has a negative connotation to it, but it was actually very, very, very beneficial to us um, because it allowed us to learn some things about ourselves and about each other that I don't think we really, really hit on if we had, we not gone. Right. So how was counseling for you? Like, what did you learn from the counseling process in general?
1: Um, counseling was uh um, pretty good to me um at first I didn't think I was gonna need it mm-hmm. you know uh like you said it was just the whole oh african-american thing I don't need no counselor type deal but you know i I was open-minded and say I'm gonna go ahead and do it I, you know I'm gonna put up no fight just to see what it was because at first I was like mm, I've been mean, knowing as long as I know you I was like but I said it could be some stuff that I don't know right that Possibly, she, you know, we could find out this, that, and the other, and stuff about me. Right. And so, um, the whole process was good. Um, the videos, the books they want us to read, um, opened up my eyes and was looked at looked at things differently. Mm-hmm. And I, I, right now, I appreciate it. Even you know, while we was doing it, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, this wasn't bad. It wasn't, you know, bad like I thought it was going to be, or you know.
0: Well, why so, did you think it was gonna be bad? Like,
1: what do you mean by you think it's gonna be bad? Just, just the 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 aspect of the unknown. Oh, okay. You know, going just to see a counselor. You know, I'm not I've never going to no counselor. Right Besides my student <laughs> counselor at school. <laughs> <laughs> just be okay. sitting there talking about feelings and stuff. That's something you go to your parents for. You'd Be like, ah. <laughs> let me holler at you but you know but it's pretty good i mean i would suggest i would suggest everybody should go through that Mm -hmm. um because you have somebody there who's unbiased who doesn't know you Mm -hmm. don't know each other you know and they're not gonna prejudge and they're not there to judge they're just there to listen to both Mm -hmm. right and give a perspective that you might not see right so, you know, it's it's good. It's good when you, you have something like that. A third party that's going to help you out yeah. to see, try to get, see both sides of the story.
0: I think I think my perspective was a little bit differently. I was like you in a sense that we've known each other for so long. So <clears throat> I really didn't know if there was anything else that I could gather or potentially learn from the situation. Um, but counseling proved me wrong. You know, it definitely brought a, a different light, a different spin, just like you were saying to it. Um, so I think it was good. Um, was there anything in particular that you learned that you are, that kind of resonated with you out of everything else?
1: Well, um, I guess the, the counselor was able to kind of give me a heads up and school me on, you know, cause he was married. He was mm-hmm. able to give me some advice as far as like, you know, stop. As far as like, stop thinking my kind of way and think about your kind of way of how you want to be received and yeah, you know how do you want me to listen to you? Because you know we we thinking that this is what you want, but you right. know it might be something else. So it just gave me other avenues as far as to how to communicate with you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he gave me some some good tips or stuff like that. So
0: yeah, likewise for me, I think it just gave me a different perspective on. I guess the husband role in general mm-hmm. um, and kind of some of the things that you all as husbands go through um, and just how, you know, you need us to be there, mm-hmm. you know, while you're going through those certain things. And um, I think the other thing that really helped us a lot was the, the five love languages. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really good book. If you haven't, read that please go read that book It's the five love languages i believe it's by gary chapman if i'm not mistaken it is um amazing amazing book and it pretty much just walks you through um, your love language like what resonates with you how you receive and or give love and those love languages could are words of affirmation physical touch receiving gifts quality times and acts of service. So it's pretty much just like a quiz that you take, answer the questions, and it gives you a score. I know my top was quality time, and I had two others that were within like one or two points of each other, and thus were um, receiving gifts and acts of service. So pretty much what that translates to me is um, for quality time is that I require one-on-one focused interaction with, in this case, Fillmore. And that was important that we learned that, too, because, you know, Fillmore and I were long distance. And him knowing that quality time was a big thing for me, it was something that we focused on for the sake of our relationship. Now, I think that's also important because I think that could have possibly been misunderstood by Fillmore had he not or had we not even kind of addressed those type of of um, that have, had we not addressed that book because it could have been if you think about it that quality time it could have been or you could have perceived it as me being needy or you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like dang I was just there like why she did that mm-hmm. and I think that's what a lot of you know people might or may consider that is right. So I think that will help out anyone, you know, if you're dating someone or with someone, you're just like, dang, they want all my time. Just stop and think about it for a second. Is it that they just want all your time? Are they really needy? Or is that really their love language where that's the most time when they feel love, when they have that one-on-one time with you? And when they don't get it, then they don't feel like they're being loved. So I think that was one of the things that counseling helped us address too, where, I might say I love Fillmore, but I might be demonstrating my love through, let's just say, words of affirmation. Like, I'm telling him he's great. You're doing so wonderful, yada, 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 whoop, whoop, whoop. But his love language is actually acts of service. So here I am thinking I'm showing him love, but he's not receiving it. Is that because his love language is actually acts of service? Like if I was to cook him dinner or to do something to help alleviate his low anything to kind of express my love and the same with him i mean it just so happens that his love language is it was access yeah service. that's that's it yeah so that's his love languages and that's how he expresses love so he does stuff for me he shows me stuff um and when he understood that my language while wow, that's one of them my top one was quality time it's Yes, I'm still show you love, but I'm also going to make sure that I give you this one-on-one focus time that you need so that you can feel like you are valued and that I actually love you.
1: That is correct. She's mm-hmm. correct on that. And uh, yes, mine is acts of service.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that, you know, without me, before me reading the book, I didn't know, I knew it, but, you know, before I read the book, I didn't know that was part of a... Love language, but that's just, you know, in the grand scheme of things, that's just how I am Mm -hmm. as far as, you know, acts of service. Because, you know, a lot of people know that if they really, really know me, that I'll, you know, do anything by myself. And then it's just, you know, I might not say, Mm -hmm. hey, could you put this, you know, box together or whatever, this table together. Right. You know, I will do it by myself. But, you know, if you go ahead and do it, then I'm going to be like, okay, yeah.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you you on the team, you 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 know, you got me right, right. Without me having to, without me to say it, right. You know, so yeah, that was you know, and and she got it, you know, after. Yes. <laughs> winner, winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, some people can you know think they're you know doing. What they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. and it can be just misleading. It's just part of the communication thing. So mm-hmm. I suggest everybody read this book.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: if it's just somebody you're just interested with, you know, you can just read it or even, you know, read it, get, take the quiz for yourself. So you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: specifically, and it's, and it's pretty much accurate
0: mm-hmm.
1: on how you like to be loved and you want somebody to, <clears throat> communicate that with you and so if you if you are with someone and then you feel like they're not getting you it's maybe because yeah. you know they, they're they trying to figure you out mm-hmm. or don't understand and you haven't uh, told them
0: yeah
1: how do you like to receive so if you you know let them know or even just have them read this book Yeah, you know and, and it'll teach them hey okay well shoot maybe my way of Trying to make corny jokes, is not. Right. How you like to be, you know, communicated or exactly you know.
0: Exactly.
1: Me always helping you in the kitchen is might be just me in the way or right. you know
0: <laughs> Right. You know, so you know, just <laughs> their just, language might not be accessed that <laughs> way. Right. So if it's somebody you
1: really, you know, if you interested with and you don't yeah. you like just okay, just let me just try this approach and see Yeah. How they reciprocate it in towards me and see if it changes.
0: Yeah. I really, yeah, I really think that that will alleviate some of the miscommunication because I think that's a common thing in a lot of relationships where you are thinking that you're doing something for your spouse or or your significant other. You're thinking that you are expressing love or you're thinking that you're being supportive or whatever the case may be. And then they sit there and tell you, but you're not doing this. And you're like, what do you mean? I've done this, 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 like, yes, I am. No, you're not. So, that definitely goes back to the communication. Um, I know we had episode about that a few episodes ago. Um, it's critical that you understand your partner and that you study your partner. I know one of the things, Fillmore and I, um, that I can, that's coming to mind right now is one thing that I would say, I would say quite frankly, it's like, Fillmore, you're not listening to me. And he's like, no, I hear you. I'm like, no, you're not listening to me he was like, he'll like repeat what I said. I'm like, but no, you're not listening to me. I need you to hear me. He's like, no, but I hear you. I'm like, no, but you don't hear me. <laughs> um, and essentially what it was, it was just a miscommunication, you know, but based on some of his reactions to what I was saying for me, I took that as you're not listening and in actuality, he was listening, but it just didn't look like he was. You know, <laughs> <Fast>. <laughs> my,
1: my facial expressions can be misguided. <laughs> I can be <laughs> right contested. That
0: <laughs> um, so just little things like that, and I wouldn't say too for the gift giving because I think that was one point less than quality time for me. I'm really big on gifts um, for me, and. Again, this could be something that can be misconstrued as negative because I I've seen a lot of relationships and I've heard of a lot of relationships where the guys like or or some relationships I've seen with a woman, it's like he or they always want something. It's always this, it's always that. It's like show me this, buy me this, do this, 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 this. Now, it might not be the fact, you know, and they get or could erroneously be labelled as a gold digger. You know, Mm -hmm. but that might not be the case. It may be, but it might not, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because some people express and receive love by gifts. And I know this was big for me because of how I value money. My, My thinking with the gifts is that you go to work, you work all these hours and you thought enough about me to go out and purchase something just for me. That means a lot because I know how I am with my money. Like, I'm just, listen, I don't like you like that. Chay, I ain't spitting my, you say what? Mm-mm. I ain't gonna be able to do it.
1: <laughs> tight watch is not, <laughs> it's not even enough to name <laughs> her.
0: <laughs> so just, just knowing that about me, when someone gives me something and it's ironic that I'm a tight as he says, a tight wide. But I'm also very giving at the same time because I, I give to those who I, I, I love and adore. Um, So Fillmore can say what he want. He ain't got some nice gifts out of me. Mm. That's true. Hmm, okay, now. Nah. Um. But yeah, that's just one thing. So when I, when I get gifts, I'm like, oh, wow, this means a lot. And it doesn't matter how big or small the gift is. It was just the, the fact that you thought enough about me to go out and get me a gift and spend your hard-earned money on me, that means a lot. So, just a tidbit. They may not be a gold digger. They may actually just receive love by gifts.
1: <laughs> Fellas, make sure that's her love language now. Don't that's, be just, what I'm,
0: that's what I said. That's why I said maybe. Don't be out maybe, here. Maybe. Maybe now. Don't be out here
1: sponsoring. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. That's not her because love language. Because the
0: difference would be that person would be very appreciative. I have seen... Matter of fact, let me just take a brief pause it was something on Instagram, and here, go, here I go with Instagram. I know, <laughs> where this guy had gifted um, his girlfriend a gift, and she threw the gift back at him, said, "This is not what I wanted," da 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 da, da and proceeded to cuss him out and call him everything but child of God. Mm-hmm. And if it's a response like that, that's golden. Point blank, in the period,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> she won't get nothing that that's for me.
0: Not a thing. Nothing. Not a thing. Not nope. even a phone call.
1: She, <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't even get the lint in my pocket. Not the lint, check.
0: Nope. Not even a penny? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. So, mm, that was... Uh,
1: Cause I work hard for my coins. Absolutely. This bag over here is...
0: Absolutely. Say <laughs> <laughs> hmm. it again. Mm-hmm. So... So, yeah, that is just a, a few of the tidbits that we learned while we was in counseling. So I de- we definitely would um, encourage anyone who is considering marriage to definitely go through marriage counseling because it provides, um, you know, it just provides you a different outlook on on life in general and on relationships and kind of gives you a different way um, to understand your spouse. So it was really good for us. And like I said, it doesn't matter how long you've known each other, you know, Fillmore and I have known each other. Eighteen plus years, so I I thought I knew everything in this. So I I needed to know. I'm like, child, I know this man. I'm about to get in here, this counselor about to be a breeze.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going to counseling? This is gonna be a
0: breeze. It's <laughs> gonna be a breeze. Like I know him. I know how to answer whatever question they gonna ask me. I'm like this chapby. <laughs> Wrong answer. <laughs> Um, that goes along with my erroneous thinking of since we have known each other so long that uh, marriage was be a breeze, I thought for some reason we would just be exempt from some of the trials and tribulations that marriage has. Hmm, silly me, huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: just being honest. <laughs> so,
1: um So yeah, yeah. Um go get yeah marriage counseling is good great mm-hmm. um even if you're not even trying to get married i would suggest everybody go get the book yes read the book absolutely they have the book for single people as well
0: they do yep singles married i think military too i think they have a teenage version or a child version. something i don't know yeah
1: but read the book please because therefore you can you know it will help you out even on your dating
0: it will it definitely yeah. will so, go get that book, Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman.
1: Right, because, you know, before I even proposed to her, when we first started, I bought the single version.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah, she told me about the book, and I was like, I forget this book.
0: <laughs> there he go, being a typical
1: guy. And I like, I'm not to get this book. <laughs> and then just, some just told me, go get this book. And I went and got the book, and she was shocked. She was like, you're not going to read it. And then I, I read it. I didn't read it when I first got it, but eventually I read it <laughs> <laughs> Told I read it and, you know, explain what I learned. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it helped me out.
0: It helps you out. Mm-hmm.
1: That's So good. yeah, so anybody who's out, there, who's out there, just go get the book. The book, Even if you ain't dating nobody, go get the book. Mm-hmm. Go get one of the books.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll help you out. He actually has another book I think we should read too. It's called. Um, there you go. It. <laughs> it's called the apology language. He now has a book. I think he he co authored that with someone. Though. The apology language. Apology language. Yeah. You say it's I'm like, sorry.
1: Can find ways to say I'm sorry.
0: To uh, how people receive it. Um, I don't remember all of them off top, but one is like taking accountability, the another one is like, um, what are you going to do, you know, to rectify the situation. Um. So pretty much, I can't remember the other three, but pretty much how. What you expect with an apology. And so I just, I glanced over, you know, some of the the summary of some of the chapters. like, oh, okay, this makes sense. I definitely think it's something we should look into because, you know, everyone takes apology different. You might just That's want, true. you might just want me to be accountable and say, you know what? Yes, I messed up. And you'll be satisfied. But with me, you can say, yeah, I messed up. But I'm like, okay, I yeah, we know you messed up. But what you gonna do about it? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so I, th- I think that's something we should check out too. We should check it out. Let the people know how they go. All right. You down for that? Yeah. Ooh, ooh, all right. We got a we got a task. We got a homework assignment. <laughs> 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 so, um, Fillmore and I have definitely came up with some questions to help you all out um, when it comes to preparing yourself for marriage. Some questions that you should be asking your partner. Um. Throughout this whole process, even if you're just, you know, early on in your engagement, listen, these are questions that need answers, okay?
1: Or questions, you know, for people who are thinking about getting married. And, yes. You know, fellas, who you're thinking, hey, this might be the person, or if you, she could be a candidate. Yes. Some of the questions you could ask them. Mm-hmm. To get, you know, kind of feedback because, hey, hmm. you know, this is forever now.
0: Mm-hmm. And you don't want to say I do. And you be like, what? I ain't know that.
1: Right. What? What? Right.
0: So, conversations need to happen. And it needs to happen Man. more than once. You know, like we said before, Fema and I had plenty of conversations. And even with all the conversations we had, there were still things um, after we got married when I was like, wait, what? <laughs> look,
1: these. Look, let me tell you something. These conversations need to be had for real. Because yes. especially before. You get married because you don't want to, you don't want to go through the whole, you got married and then a lot of this baggage come out and then now you're like, oh man, what did I just do?
0: Yeah. 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 And it's important to when you're talking that you'll be a hundred percent honest. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've seen people who put on a persona throughout the dating and even the engagement process. I'm, I'm not even sure how long they kept that up because typically people break by then. They, they mask comes off if you will. Um, but It's important to be honest because this is a serious lifetime commitment. Marriage is intended to be forever. And you don't want to lead someone on. You don't want to portray yourself to be someone that you think they want or that you think they need in their life. You just you don't want to do that. It's Mm -hmm. very important to be yourself, to be truthful with your answers. And if your answers don't line up to what you have in mind for yourself, it's okay for you to walk away. It really is. Um, if it doesn't, if it don't, you know, work, don't force it. I mean, it, that's just right. what it is. If it don't fit, don't force it. I mean, there's. I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen people in situations, even some personal friends of mine, where it's like, well, I've already went this far, so I just might as well. Like, no, what do you mean? That's not a reason to get married. Like, what right. do you mean? Um, there have been a couple of weddings that I have just skipped because I'm like, I, I don't support this because... You're getting married for the wrong reasons. Right. You're getting married to the convenient woman that we talked about a couple mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. You're getting married to a convenient woman that you, you don't even like. Like, what do you know I'm not going to be there? Because as soon as they say to somebody here, Jack, I'm standing up. So you don't want me at your
1: wedding. I'm going to pull in there. <laughs> <laughs> but just to piggyback on what you said, people, you know, I would suggest this. Do not use men and women. Please do not use being proposed and engaged to mask your problems please don't it's only temporary and it's going to be worse when it explodes absolutely so don't use that as a band-aid or a cover-up correct for bigger problems correct because you might had a you know a you know a, a, a issue you know a month ago and you're like okay we're good no 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 you need to iron that out you need to really make sure y'all good Don't Mm -hmm. use this as a Mm Band-Aid.
0: You got to get to the root of the problem. If there's there's an issue, um, I'm a firm believer of getting to the root of the problem. Like we can address uh, a lot of people just address the symptoms like, oh, you did this, this, this and this. And I ain't like that. Okay, but why did they do that? What was the reason behind it? So I, I right. think I'm definitely in a place now where I'm just like, okay, yeah, you said that. But why did you say it? Where did that come from? That came from a place. And we need to figure out what, what's going on with that. We can deal with this later, but I need to know the root, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very important that when you're dealing with those issues that you are open, honest, and that you really deal with the issue in hand. Remember that you are not fighting each other Um because I think that's another thing I know we talked about br- briefly in our communication episode of not fighting each other, but tackling and fighting the problem at hand together. So like I said before, Fillmore and I came up with just a, a couple of questions. We just have t- 10 questions to give you all. Now, this does not mean you just ask you 10 questions and that's it. Of course, um, this is just kind of a guideline, a foundation. You kn- you're know, you in your relationship. You know what you want. If you're not in a relationship, you know what you want kind of expect what you desire to have so you you um tailor these questions around you know your particular uh situation but the first question we came up with is um why do you want to get married this is a question that you and your potential spouse needs to answer this is important because not everybody wants to get married for the same reason right some people want to marry for love some people marry because it's financially beneficial right Uh, Some people marry because that's just a thing to do. I'm 30 plus years old. I should be married by now. You're here. So, hey, why not? Let's just let's just do this, you know. Right. So it's very important that you understand your why's um, because that could potentially be an issue. If I say I'm marrying for love and you marrying because it's going to give you financial stability. That's going to be a problem. It it really is. Um, So that's something that needs to be. Talked about prior to <laughs> saying I do.
1: Facts. <laughs> mm-hmm. What other questions you got? Uh, this other one is: How do you handle conflict? Mm-hmm. You know, anger, avoidance, mm-hmm. cool down periods. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you how do you deal with that? Because you don't want to get with somebody that just you know, you know, could be violent, right? It could be belligerent. Yep. Outraged. Hmm. And they don't know how to deal with that. They need to de- you know. Your partner needs to know how to deal with that. Well, y'all know, you- y'all need to know how to deal with that before you say I do, mm-hmm. because
0: conflict is gonna happen. Right. Um. It's it's just that's just life. Conflict <laughs> is gonna happen, and. You need to know how your, your partner responds. And that um, Fillmore just talked about anger. You know, he mentioned avoidance. Avoidance is another thing. If there's a conflict and you have a partner who is constantly avoiding issues, there's going to, time when every, it's going to come when everything is just going to explode in your face. So you have to be able to attack whatever conflict there is together. Um, so determining how you're going to do that together is something that needs to be figured out, um, you know, because... It's, it's not good to be with someone who just wants to sweep it on the rug and act like nothing happened. Right. It's not good to be with someone who has an extremely explosive um, anger, um, who is physically abusive, who is this, that, and the third. Or verbal. Exactly, or verbal. And the, I, I would, I would kind of add a sub, like a 2A to this. Um, you need to also see how that family addresses conflict that'll show you a lot about that person as well. Mm-hmm. If you're around that, per- that that person's family and you kind of see any conflict arise, watch and see how they deal with that because nine times out of ten, that's how your, your spouse or your significant other is going to handle that too because that's what they know. That's learned behavior. So it's another little tidbit for that. So our third question, you got anything else before I go on? Nope. Okay. Um, so our third question is you also need to know how do they handle stress? How do I mean? How do they do it? Have you seen this person in traffic? Let me tell you something. Atlanta traffic could bring you out of it. <laughs> okay, I'd be so zen and chill until I hit traffic. <laughs> but you know, I, I say that jokingly, but I'm so serious. I don't know what it is about traffic, but traffic bring out some stuff in people. Mm-hmm. So just just be in a car with them one day in traffic and see how they respond. <laughs>
1: I tell Ashley all the time, she needs like a a reality show, like a little camera inside the car, because she is hilarious, and I'm not exaggerating, when she's driving and she's going through traffic, like, it's totally different when I'm driving, she's just all calm and stuff like that, sometimes she'll reach over and blow my horn, yes, but when she's driving, it's like an action-packed movie, with a comedic relief, That thing be funny. I'd be like, Man, you need a camera
0: (laughs) Yeah, listen. Traffic ain't no joke, but yes, yeah, you seriously needs to know how to handle stress. Um, you know, health issues, um, any type of stressors on the job, because let's just be honest, whatever is going on in your world, especially when it comes to work, nine times out of ten, when you get off of work, you're still going to be irritated. You're still going to be stressed, and then you're bringing that stress into your household. Right. Um, so it's essential that they have healthy ways of dealing with that stress, that they're not taking that stress and coming home and drinking Um. A bottle of whatever alcohol is in the house Or that they are not Bulldog <laughs> Or that they are not engaging In any type of negative Type of activity When they are stressed You know One of my stress relievers is I go to the gym And that probably Sometimes stresses me out more With my trainer But um
1: <laughs> Shout out to her trainer You doing an excellent job If you listen listening Doing an excellent job out there
0: Yeah Sometimes he stresses me out more Than my job does But um <laughs> <laughs> but but that is one of my getaways is to um, find solace in the gym. Another way I like to, to relax is like a Manny Patty, just go to the spa or take a trip. Just anything to get me away from whatever's stressing me out. Jay? I ain't got time. Mm-mm. You ain't going to stress me out. Give me wrinkles in my face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have wrinkles.
0: Yes, wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, another question would be you know talk about sex
0: let's talk about sex baby yes let's talk, talk about that talk about it. and i'm look- not just talking about position how you like it i ain't talking about that
1: you can talk about that
0: you can't but i'm saying it needs to be more in depth than <laughs> i like it this way and that way true <laughs> there needs to be conversations because this is this is real life um i think Marriage is kind of painted in like this fantasy land, you know, that everything is peaches and rainbows. And um, I have a spouse now, we're gonna have sex every day, and yada yada. Listen, you get married, life hits, that's just not realistic. So, you really need to talk about each other's sex drive. How often um, do you expect sex? So, you need to talk about your expectations. You know, mm-hmm. you need to um, talk about, what else when it comes to sex? Um, I would say this, when it comes to sex, two is, me personally, past partners. And past partners from the aspect of, um. I don't want to say body count, because everybody be like, oh, us show body count. Some people don't want to say that, but not from that aspect, but from the aspect of, Health wise, I would say. Yeah. That's that's the top, the topic that needs to be addressed. And also when it comes to sex, I, I do think the topic of cheating needs to be addressed. Have you cheated in the past? And again, get to the root cause. Why did you cheat? Was it because you wasn't sexually satisfied? Was it because you was just doing something to do something? Was it because you was bored? You know, all that needs to be addressed, especially if you're going know, She had
1: a big old booty. <laughs>
0: It needs to be addressed because you need to understand where your partner's head is. You know, if they're if they have a tendency to do that and your expectation is for them to be faithful, then you might potentially have a conflict, right? You know, so these this is stuff that has to be talked about, and I think a lot of stuff is just taboo and a lot of stuff is we go on assumptions like, I'm just assuming you're going to be faithful, I'm assuming you're going to do this, my I'm expecting you to, but not a conversation wasn't really had, and so it's like, and eh, well after something happens then you all of a sudden want to discuss all these expectations like we should address this first thing that is in the bud, mm-hmm. you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah
1: yeah so you just need to talk about you know everything the health part the you know the the good stuff <laughs> the good stuff man? yeah the good stuff <laughs> trying to keep it you know pg no g-rated <laughs> the good stuff i could go a little you know uh-huh. be a little nasty Mm. <laughs> Big <Be amazed. laughs> do you don't Talk about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, hey, we all grow here, you know. Yes. Well, we I, hope p- I hope everybody who's listening to this is so, grown. Chair. Because hmm. I mean, hey, just you know, tell each other how you like to be satisfied. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, I like you know, hey, look, I want to give me a little drinky drink before we do. If that's how you, is <laughs> that how it works? Then that's how it works. That works, yeah. So they they will know.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it
1: will be no issue. Exactly. That's the thing. You don't want no issue. You want to enjoy it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you want to make sure it's fresh. Is that is you know the the fire is still there.
0: Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm.
1: you know it, it could be anything. Hey, if you didn't gain some little weight, hey, that could be a turnoff for somebody. Say hey, ba- baby, and don't be afraid. Let them know, baby, looking like a little whale over there. So, so
0: you better not say that. <laughs> I feel gonna have y'all divorced. Like, you could not say <laughs> 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 Whatever can. you say, you can speak truth, but make sure you say it with compassion and with love. Do not say that. Do not say you look like a whale.
1: Hey, if that's how y'all talk to each other, no. Then say it. No. Talk to each other how y'all <laughs> talk to each other. If if she go, if you say hey, if she say babe, hey hey, you look like a little whale over there.
0: Hmm. I just don't feel my ups, but not ever tell me that.
1: (laughs) No, I would never tell you that.
0: Okay. Better keep that to yourself. All right. I ain't playing with you. (laughs) (laughs) Wakanda. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, the next thing I I think that everyone needs to talk about is the topic of children. Um, you know, some people are bringing children into the relationship, which is fine. You need to, if, if that is the case where there are already children, um, you know, there prior to your relationship, then you need to address you know things of the uh, the other biological parent. You know how you're going to um, interact with them, whether the the rules and the boundaries and regulations or whatever in, in pertaining to the children. Um, you need to decide if you want to have more children. You know um, how you're going to raise these children. All everything, everything babies <laughs> need to be discussed. Talk about that.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, talk about that. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk about that. <laughs> That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah, talk about that. Oh.
1: <laughs> the next question Religion and beliefs. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, va- and your values. Please talk about that. Please, 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 yes. please talk about that. Yes. Yes. Because y'all need to be evenly yoked. I keep saying that. You do.
0: You actually do. Um, when it, especially when it comes down to religion and beliefs, um, that is definitely something that has to be agreed upon. Um, for me, um, I know I spoke briefly a couple of episodes ago about my non negotiables. Religion, beliefs, and values are, my, are some of my non negotiables. Like, if, if we don't agree on just foundational things, um, then it's going to be a conflict with everything else. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to agree on everything, but when it comes down to religion and our beliefs and and what we value, that is absolutely a non-negotiable. We have to agree or it just was not going to work. Period. Facts. <laughs> um you also want to talk about oh what your deal breakers are, just like I said my non-negotiables. What are your deal breakers? Um so just what are your deal breakers? What's not going to work for you? Period. Like just like I just said, my religion, my belief, my faith, my values—they they were non negotiables for me. Um, determine what your personal deal breakers are, and if you know that person has some of those deal breakers, then you have to just be honest with yourself and say, you know, I'm not going to trick myself into thinking that this is going to work. Right. You have to just be honest and say, you know what? These were my non negotiables, and I can't bend on these. Um, yeah, and, and that's what I have to say about that. Don't be in
1: because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> <laughs> another one okay. is uh, money individual money, joint of money, yes, your debt, yes, you know, you broke his head. We need to know.
0: <laughs> Listen, we're gonna talk about these dollar bills, okay? Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about these dollar bills, we're gonna talk about their credit score, we're gonna talk about. How are we going to divvy up the money? We're going to talk about, are we going to have a joint account? We, everybody having their own account. Are you going to keep your own and we still have a joint? Who's paying what debt? If I'm short, will you help me pay my debt? All of that needs to be discussed. We need to have an outline of what we're going to do with this money. Generally in a relationship, there is a spender and a saver. That's just what it is. Y'all got to figure out who's who, who's going to pay the bills. How you going to pay the bills? From what account? All that. Discuss it. Because we all know money is one of the major things that people get divorced over. Figure it out at the front end. Got anything?
1: Nope. <laughs>
0: you don't want to talk about money?
1: I <laughs> <Me? laughs> don't want to talk, talk about
0: money? Look at that.
1: Go get that bag. I like to go get that bag.
0: I'm just FYI, I'm the saver in the relationship.
1: I think they figured that out. Like, <laughs> I'll
0: be, I'll be like, how much is that? Mm-mm, I got a coupon. Hold on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? She, she, she has gotten me some, 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 some stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, or I'm, you know, when I'm out and her little light bulb will come in my head, and I be like, oh. I got a coupon. <laughs> That's <laughs> and I, right. And then I let her know, but hey, guess what I saved?
0: That's right. That's what I right. I I don't believe in paying full price because I know if I can get an item for less, the same item, if I can get it for less, I want it for less. I don't want to pay the full price for it. Like I'm allergic to paying full price on things. I so just, just like break out and have some. I just don't. Just don't. Like I would rather have the money in my pocket. <laughs> I, I
1: feel you. <laughs> I feel you. I understand. Mm-hmm.
0: So what else should they talk about?
1: Uh, where are we living?
0: Yes. Mm, that's a good one. Figuring out where you're going to stay geographically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. City. Country. What state. All that.
1: House. Mm-hmm. Condo. House apartment. Mm-hmm. apartment.
0: Mm-hmm. You want to live in a tiny house? A trailer. What you want to do? <laughs> the <Hulu. laughs>
1: The suburbs.
0: Yeah. All that needs to be talked about. The somewhere. borough. I didn't think it took. We we talked about it, but it it was a short conversation because it was already determined I was moving down here, so it was more like oh, okay. I think for us it was just a matter of when.
1: No, we talked about it. I told you I wasn't going up there.
0: <laughs> well, I, I wanted to leave anyway, so yeah, I I yeah. there that, that was a short conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there was no way I was. Going so up there. it was no. I was just like ah. oh The other thing is how close you want to live to your family. That's another thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen that in. in couple of relationships with. It's just like, I don't want to live close to my family. And some people want to be next door to their family. So that is also part of that where do we want to live scenario as well. Mm-hmm. And I think the last one is when you're talking about marriages, as simple as it may be, household chores. What are the expectations? Are we going to go with the traditional gender roles where the man is doing all the outside stuff and you know, car maintenance and the woman just takes care of everything inside the house. Is it going to be a 50-50 split? Is it going to be uh, you know, I cook dinner on these two days and you do it on these two and we'll both do laundry. Like, all of that needs to be discussed. As simple, as trivial as it is, it needs to be talked about. Yep. <laughs> That's like I say is yep. Yep. It gang got nothing to say. mm
1: Just talk about it.
0: Just talk about
1: it. mm mm-hmm.
0: I don't think we talked about chores before.
1: Not before. Mm-mm. Not before.
0: And, and the reason why I put chores up there is because we actually had an argument about laundry one day. Do you remember that? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I say that. Like, it's, it's, it's as trivia as it was, I was like, bruh, listen.
1: <laughs> and the reason why it needs to be... <laughs> It was something that needs to be discussed is mm-hmm. because, you know, this day and age, everybody's independent. So yeah. it's kind of like, you know, she took it upon herself to do all the laundry. You know, it wasn't discussed, discussing. It was like, OK, she's going to do all the laundry. You know, I can do, you know, it's it wasn't she didn't ask me, do you want to do your laundry or, you know, how we should be doing laundry or. Mm-hmm. So we just do, I like doing laundry every day. That's, you know, she likes doing laundry every day. I don't like doing laundry every day. You know, most of my clothes are work clothes. So, you know, it just, I like to do it once and get it over with. She likes to do it every day. So, you know,
0: <laughs> first of all, every other. <laughs> just know it sounds
1: like they wash machine be all more than tv
0: (laughs) just know the clothes are gonna be clean but yeah that is definitely something that um should be discussed i think the only choice now now i'm thinking about i think the only thing we really did discuss was cooking and that's just because i like to eat but um i needed to know who was gonna cook on what days and all. but the other household choice um was discussed later on when i um yeah, I think it just came down to expectations because that's what I I did when I was living solo. Dolo was you know I did laundry quite frequently, and just like Fillmore said, he waited till the laundry basket was overflowing before he decided he needed to do his laundry, mm-hmm. which is yep. gonna irk my nerves because now we have double the laundry because two of us in here. And don't nobody want to sit there and wash clothes all day? Don't I rather just wash it throughout the week so by the time that we can get here, I'm not stuck washing clothes all day? Like, who wants to do that? I don't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so, why she washes every day?
0: Whatever. All right, so yeah, those were the ten questions that we came up with. Like we said, that just gives you a little bit of foundation. Um, you know, tailor those questions according to your specific relationship, and be sure to ask additional questions. Um, pay attention to your potential spouse's family and how to how they handle conflict, how they handle stress, um, just how they interact with each other, because that's always a good indicator on how. Um, They'll will interact with you and kind of give you an idea of some of their thoughts and their values and belief system as well. So, in addition to asking questions, make sure that you're also observing them in different scenarios and different situations as well. That'll definitely be beneficial in preparing for that walk down the aisle. Anything you want to add, babe?
1: Um, just take heed of some of the things we said again, yeah. like we talked about sometimes we are not the end all be all mm-hmm. we're just giving you our opinions our suggestions yeah, but we learned stuff that we've gone through and experiences mm-hmm. you know so you know take take some of it you know receive how you want to receive it mm-hmm. and uh, apply it to yourselves yeah just try just try the stuff you know just a little bit just try some of the stuff
0: <laughs> just, a little just a little bit, bit. just a little you know? bit <laughs>
1: Let's try it. That's just try all I ask. Let's try it. <laughs> it. Might help you, it might not. You know, we're not saying it's going to be a guarantee. <laughs> See, you know, people are so sensitive nowadays.
0: Oof, chat. Tell me about it. Yeah. But yes. So, again, thank you just for tuning in um, for another episode of Our Journey of Love. We're excited to announce we are now on Spotify as well. So, in addition to iTunes, Google Play, um, and YouTube. We are now on Spotify. You can check out the uh, podcast on Spotify. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe, follow, and subscribe to our YouTube page.
1: Subscribe on everything. Every everything. Everything. We, we on we everything. Got. We on every. We on <laughs> everything. I don't want nobody ask me how do I find you. We on everything. everything look it up look oh lord look it up look it up look it up (laughs) up. wherever you what kind of platform you want it on youtube look it up
0: (laughs) um but yeah be sure to like i said just to continue to leave us reviews um on all the platforms we are we greatly appreciate it um just a special shout out to all of our listeners i know for our first month We had over 250 downloads for our podcast. That is absolutely amazing. So thank you so much for continuously tuning in every week. We are so grateful for you. And we're so excited to see that. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm extremely excited. I look forward to many more episodes.
1: I am, too. And you know I'm grateful for all of my listeners and my fans out there.
0: (laughs) Not fans, (laughs) child. Shout out to my fans.
1: You're going to be over here signing
0: autographs. Shout out to the fans. All right. But again, thank you for tuning in to our Journey of Love podcast. Until next time, y'all remember, love is patient. Love is kind. Be sure to join us here next time. Peace.